You're listening to the Simple Principle Podcast with Erica Acousti, registered nurse, wellness consultant, and integrative nutrition health coach. Here with simple principles that can easily be applied to your daily life so you can be great and feel well. Hi there and welcome. Erica Acousti here. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Simple Principle, where today's topic is 40 and beyond, navigating this important crossroad. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to listen to additional podcasts on a variety of health and wellness topics, please visit BeGreatFeelWell.com and be sure to tag us on Instagram at BeGreatFeelWell. probably heard this saying, the older I get, the older old gets, right? (laughs) By the time we enter into our 40s, 50s, and beyond, we have had several decades of behaviors, lifestyle choices, and health habits that make us who we are today. For many, this is a time that the effects of lifelong decisions and choices that have been made with regard to health and well-being come to the forefront. This is what I often call the crossroads. Let me explain. The crossroads. When we are in our 20s, 30s, and even into our 40s, our bodies do a very good job at compensating, basically keeping things status quo, otherwise known as maintaining homeostasis. However, this can only continue for so long. And then for some, chronic conditions or illnesses make their way to the forefront. Weight starts creeping up, muscle mass decreases, you're told you have elevated cholesterol and or triglyceride levels, high blood pressure, you are pre-diabetic or you've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, or worse, you've had some type of cardiac event or a stroke. You might find that you have pain or swelling in your joints, frequent headaches, migraines, autoimmune issues, or just feel like you aren't at the top of your game. All of these things I just mentioned are in essence your body talking to you. And it is here where the crossroads are right in front of you. The choice of which path to take here is yours and yours alone. This is where you should pause and think, am I okay with the path I am on? How am I feeling on a daily basis? Is my energy level where it should be? Am I happy with my current weight? After considering the answers to these questions, will you continue on your current path? Or is today the day you change the direction of the future you and the health of the future you? I specialize in implementing targeted, sustainable wellness plans that help individuals at their crossroads in life and beyond. Listen, we can't go back and change the past. However, we do have the ability to put a plan in place that will support the healthiest you moving forward, regardless of your age. As an integratively focused registered nurse and health and wellness consultant, I ask that you consider implementing the following simple principles into your life to best support your amazing body and give it the tools it needs to best heal itself. Nutrition. This is one of the biggest topics that comes to mind when most people think about being healthy. 
as it should. After all, we all need to eat and drink to stay alive. It's what we eat and drink that can have a major impact on our health and how we feel today and every day. Keep it real and keep it clean. The 50,000 foot view here is that when in doubt, eat real food, food that is in its natural form. Processed foods are a no. If it's in a box and you don't recognize or can't pronounce some of the ingredients, it should not go in your body. It's that simple. Think of it as crowding in nutrient-dense whole foods. First, I am talking about getting plenty, and I mean plenty of colorful vegetables with lots of variety. I like to call them the colors of health. There are so many wonderful vegetables and ways to serve them. Raw in salads, sauteed in a stir fry, roasted, grilled, steamed, whatever. These vegetables are so full of important vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and that all important thing we call fiber. Add in some high quality, preferably organic protein, such as chicken, fish, beef, turkey, or if you prefer a vegetarian protein. For a visual, think of crowding in three quarters of your plate with those vegetables and a serving of healthy fat, such as extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, avocados or nuts, and the remaining quarter of your plate is the high quality protein. Also eliminating common triggers such as sugar, simple carbs, processed junk foods, as well as gluten can have a significant health benefit here as well. I am often asked about fruits, which of course are filled with lots of healthy antioxidants and vital nutrients. It is important to understand that they are comprised of a lot of sugar as well. So you have to be careful of just how much fruit you eat daily. The biggest nutrient bang for your buck here is berries as they are incredibly healthy and packed with fiber. These should be your first choice. The end game here is that eating in this way has the power to get your cells the nutrients they need to provide energy, vitality, and to control inflammation. My next simple principle, I'm calling the heart of the matter. From my view, our hearts are the most important organ and muscle in the body. With heart disease as the number one cause of death of both men and women today, paying attention to the health of your heart is very important. Pay attention to your numbers. Blood pressure. It's not called the silent killer for no reason. Your weight and BMI otherwise known as your body mass index. Take a realistic view of your weight. Think back one year, five years, 10 years. Is your weight where it should be? Cholesterol. The small density LDL bad cholesterol and the triglycerides. Did you know that one of the biggest factors affecting your triglycerides is sugar intake? That's right. Decrease your sugar load and your triglycerides will likely improve. Some cardiovascular exercise here is also helpful. All of these factors together play a significant role in your heart health outlook. As such, they should be checked at least annually by your PCP or primary care physician. Additionally, inflammatory markers such as CRP, C-reactive protein, and cortisol levels should also be monitored as they can play a significant role here as well. 
Next up is physical activity. There's no other way to put it. You need to move. The benefits here are numerous and undisputed. Physical activity reduces the risk of heart disease, helps to prevent elevated blood pressure, plays a role in maintaining a healthy weight, keeps the bad cholesterol and triglycerides in check, as well as helps to prevent diabetes, just to name a few of these benefits. You need to get that heart beating for there to be a benefit here. Your goal should be 30 minutes of some type of cardiovascular exercise five times per week that gets your heart beating and that gets you to at least break a sweat by the end of the 30 minutes. Start by making sure it's something that you enjoy and that it is in addition to your normal daily activities. In other words, walking around at work, while great, does not constitute cardiovascular exercise. Great options, depending on your current fitness level, include fast walking, jogging, biking, hiking, elliptical machines, and cardio-type group exercise classes. Weight-bearing exercises are also important, and your aim here should be to incorporate those as well, two to three times per week, in addition to the cardiovascular activities. For some of you, this will be a big lifestyle change. However, to reach optimal wellness, it is absolutely necessary. It really will become an enjoyable habit once you begin exercising consistently. I often say that no one ever says, geez, I wish I didn't exercise today. My final simple principle here is other lifestyle considerations. Sleep. A big part of our overall health is adequate sleep and quality rest. It is during sleep that the body has time to repair, restore, and regenerate. Think of it as a time for the body to clean things up like toxic byproducts as well, and make sleep a priority. Here are a few recommendations to consider with regard to proper and supportive sleep hygiene. Getting at least 30 minutes of that cardiovascular exercise I spoke about earlier in this podcast is a great place to start, as it promotes a good night's sleep. Just make sure it's not too close to bedtime and at least five to six hours prior to going to bed. Be sure to have a bedroom that is dark, that you go to bed and rise about the same time each day, that you aren't eating within three hours of bedtime. Try to dim the lights about an hour before bedtime. Avoid afternoon caffeine. Make sure you have a comfortable bed and remove electronics like your phone from the bedroom. Together, these habits will encourage a better night's sleep. Managing stress. Why would feeling stress matter all that much to your health and well-being anyway? Well, we know that stress is not all in our head, as there is in fact a physiological response when we are feeling stressed in the form of an increase in heart rate and blood pressure, constriction of blood vessels, and release of so-called stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. This is because the body registers stress as a threat and readies the body to respond. Over time, this chronic stress response can contribute to health problems. Now, before you go and get stressed out about being stressed out, it's important to know that we all have stressors in our lives. How we react to them is what matters. A good place to start 
is with deep breathing. This is a simple practice that can be done anywhere, anytime, and can really have tremendous benefits. It is of course useful during stressful times. However, taking deep breaths regularly throughout each day has benefits as well. Other activities that can be incorporated into your life for long-term stress management include, you guessed it, daily exercise, along with yoga and meditation. So what does it all boil down to? We know so much more today about health and wellness than we did even a short five to 10 years ago. Every day there seems to be new health and wellness advice to be had, and this can make things confusing for many. The rules of engagement of living a healthy lifestyle have indeed changed. The question is, have you? I had a client recently say to me, you know, the wellness plan was simple, but I had no idea how hard it would be. It's true. These simple principles are just that, simple principles, but change is never easy. I would encourage you to do your very best every day to implement these simple principles. Listen, on paper or even on a podcast like this one, these may seem straightforward and easy practices to put into place. When the reality is that transformation can be difficult and take time, Please remember to never let being perfect stand in your way. The body is amazing at healing itself if you just give it the right tools and support. While implementing just one of these changes can have positive results on your health, together these simple principles are cumulative and with consistent day-to-day -day implementation will yield far better results. The big picture here is that you have the ability to shift your mindset, change your future health and wellness, and embrace the crossroads. Well, that's a Simple Principle podcast for now. I'm Erica Acousti in health and wellness. And until next time, be great and feel well.